Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on to start another football season. Hi, it's Lloyd Spence, and as always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new and updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and content, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. So, head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your, I still can't believe it, 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Look, don't forget to use promo code NFL100. It's BetOnline. Fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts, and tell them the noisemaker station. Popcorn World. Tonight for another edition of Believe in the ACC. Uh, that handsome devil below me is none other than Kendrick Haskins. That swab debonair brother to my, I guess, right if I'm looking at the screen, uh, who is the only Heisman Trophy winner on our show currently, although applications are still pending. Uh, Charlie Ward is his name. Coach Charlie Ward. And he he's the only national champion. Don't forget that. Oh, and I forgot, quarterback of the national champion, Florida State Seminoles. Go Noles. 
<laughs> go nose. There you go. How you guys doing tonight? Good, man. Uh, we are now broadcasting on Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> Why? We not, well, we are currently in YouTube jail uh, due to a very honest mistake. We are locked up. They won't let us out right now. But it's all good. Because the Twitter, listen, the Twitter response has been absolutely outstanding here lately. So I'm not really, I don't know how to feel about it. Like, man, because uh, we, we broadcast one of the talking noise shows last, the day after we went into jail on, on YouTube on Friday. And we had like 70, 80 views on that one Twitter show. So I'm like, maybe, maybe we, this was a blessing in disguise. I don't know. Right. But it would have been nice for YouTube to cut us some grace. But, you know. Everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. Although I have a feeling Charlie Ward is not a not happy about this. No. <laughs> you know my thoughts on all of this this uh censorship and dictatorship and all this bullying, you know, my whole thoughts on that. I got a song and I think you may have seen it. I sent it out today. It's called Um Relate by King and Country. If you haven't heard it, you should check it out. Okay. Uh, it's talking about being compassion and have empathy for uh, people uh, and their stances. Whether you feel like they're right or wrong is not, I mean, that's always somebody's case. Uh, and But we all have our thoughts and beliefs yeah. on certain things. But it's for the life of me that people just don't care and don't want to understand what other people go through. Um, yeah. And then we just want to force people to do do things our way. Um, and of course, as we know, that's half of the majority of divorces. <laughs> are, that's the way they end. That's the end, yeah. In relationships, but just, I mean, not in just husband and wife, but just in business, everything. You know, if you don't want to do it my way, then you can go and do it somewhere else. And yeah. just the whole mindset and heart behind it, it frustrates me. Uh, you know, well, to the well, I've been saying for weeks, Charlie, the most dangerous thing about our country now, right now is our inability to hear each other and, and to disagree. And and that that lack of ability to disagree is at the fabric of what is probably causing a lot of problems for us right now. Yeah. Uh, but nevertheless, we will, we will uh, continue to, to press on with this great show and I'm here with my brothers tonight and I'm in a good mood. And before I get into the ACC news, I'm gonna get into the ACC news by way of the SEC because we have some breaking news that I think could concern the ACC. So the breaking news is Ed Ogeron, Mr. I was even the one get it, go Tigers, <laughs> uh, is out as the LSU head coach. The, the buyout has been agreed. Is it some really at the end of the year? Well, I was going to say this. What I've heard is he's going to coach out the rest of the year, which to me is ridiculous. But okay, but he's going to coach out the rest of the years. But brings it me to this question: Will an ACC coach be poached for this position, like a Dabo Sweeney? Well, he's the only one that. Uh, the, that LSU fan base would would be down with out of the ACC coaches. I mean, let's just be honest. <laughs> I, I would disagree. He's the only one with that. With the cash yet. 
You know, he's. I would disagree with that. Big splash. I would disagree with that. I think there's one other coach in the ACC that they would look for, and it's on that same staff. Ah, uh, yeah, but yeah, preventable. Yeah, because yeah. I think Dabo's not going to go. Huh? Say it again. Jaws of life to pry him out of Clemson. <laughs> do you need the jaws of life, or do you just need a big enough check? See, hold on. Uh, let me let me go and get on this soapbox. Get on that soapbox, then. So this is another thing that people, people, is people throw around like money, and think that that's like a cure all. And uh, for some people, it may be. I don't know. It may be. Mm. But I had I had a mini stroke, and of course I'm. It was it happened, but it was really due to stress. Just stress on the job. Um, ask Urban Meyer. Uh, I mean, he's he, he's had it a couple times. And sometimes, I don't care how big the check is, man, the stress that they put you under can eliminate you under, having fun with the money you make. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm, I'm just a big believer that you have to go somewhere and be somewhere where, where where you feel comfortable with the family, because LSU, I mean, they they getting ready to man after a year and a half or two years after they just won a national championship, right? With arguably the best team ever. Yeah, <laughs> and so I, to, to me that is a red flag. But I get it. I totally get it. Some coach feels like they can handle that job, that stress, and right. they can do a great job at LSU. And blah, 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 blah. But they still got to pass through Alabama. Now they got Georgia on the mix. I mean, there's yeah. some teams that's progressing. And so, I mean, they may be like Auburn. You know, where they go get someone like a Brian uh, Hartson, I think his name is. Yeah. And and bring him into the SEC. Um, and they feel comfortable with him. They may go get Bill O'Brien. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Charlie, slide over on that soapbox for just a minute because I want to I want to talk to the LSU fan base before we move over. Okay. Y'all are delusional. <laughs> no, for real. Think about what is happening in LSU. Because other than the two years ago when they won the national championship, there has been so much talent that has passed through that team in the form of mediocrity. Right. They have not been good. They have not been – they've been competitive. They haven't been great. And, and, and to me, the only reason they feel the way that they feel is because of what Nick Saban did. And so you're trying to continue the reputation of Nick Saban, and there's no Nick Saban. He doesn't coach there anymore. So y'all got to stop. Y'all got – listen, y'all are exactly where most SEC teams are. You, you cycle through every three to four years with a good team, and, and then you're competitive in that third or fourth year. And that's okay. But you got to get somebody in there that can build, and you have that guy. You had that guy in Ed Ogeron. He proved to you that he can win a national championship. So I don't understand what y'all want. Y'all not y'all not as great as y'all say y'all are. So I'm sorry. I'm I'm on the Charlie Ward bandwagon with this one. Stop recycling coaches and just pick somebody and stick with them. Okay, that's, I feel so much better now. That's that's a scourge that's passing through every college. A major college right now. I mean, hey man, 
even me, even right here in my backyard. I mean, we get you get the local fans always come out get Saturday Christmas. So every. They've, they've been there five minutes, and especially with Chris Mack, all that he's up against with all the NCAA stuff hanging over L's head. I mean, the fact that, one, that he took the job, even Xavier, his alma mater, and then, right. and then he comes here and he had him number one in the country at one point, and he he's doing a great job, but what, what, what's happening for what, everything that's going on in Louisville? Like, people are just calling for his head all the time, and then with, with Satterfield, I mean, he inherited nothing from Bobby Petrino. And so, yeah, he inherited something, a hot mess. Right. He inherited, <laughs> right, he right. Inher- he inherited a headache. Yes. He that team to a bowl game his first year there. Last year was yes. bad. Yes. But it was also a COVID year. It was tough for everybody. They right. they was, I mean, and they a couple bounces here and there, and UofL would have been in a bowl game too. And so, right. and, and yes, there's been some upsetting losses this season that Virginia lost stings. The way you finished out the Florida State game stings. Yeah. But we're considering what he had, and he's in his third year, and they are and they're competitive. It's not like like Charlie says all the time, you're not getting blown yeah. out. They're competitive right. in every game. Why are you calling for these men's heads all the time? And I mean it's but I mean it's a scourge all throughout college athletics right now. And what's the alternative? What are you going to? Okay. Especially in the basketball situation. Who are you gonna get? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, who are you going to get that's going to be better than what you got? I agree, one hundred percent. But even LSU, okay, you poach Dabo Sweeney, okay, you still the same place, and you still got to recruit against Alabama. You got to recruit against Texas. You got to recruit against apparently Arkansas because they're getting better at it now. So, what do you think you're going to be left with? People are dying to go to Baton Rouge. <laughs> what are we talking about right now? So anyway, I don't. I, but again, to Charlie, money talks. We know that. And if they if they cut Dabo a big enough check, he might leave Clemson. I think Dabo. I think he'd be crazy to do it. Huh? He's already making ninety million. Listen, man, delusion will cause you to do crazy things. I, I don't see Dabo being that delusional. Charlie, delusion will cause Shabu Rank. Delusion will cause Shabba Ranks to think he can get Halle Berry. That's how it works. That's what that's what delusion is. I mean, Jay Z got Beyonce. Jay Z got Beyonce. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Got Janet Jackson. <laughs> I think Clemson. I think Clemson's at a place now where, from facilities and all the different things, there's no there's no attraction to go go there. Now I can see like Jimbo Fisher leaving Florida State to go to Texas A&M because the facilities and all the resources he had, of course, $75 million will help you as well. But at Clemson, he has all of that. He has all the things that he needs and desire. And I don't see him going to – that's like a lateral move for him. And I would imagine the cost the cost of living in Clemson, South Carolina – that 90 million goes a long way. <laughs> goes a long well, way. Oh, yeah, no question about it. And what does LSU get more money to pay? They're paying like three coaches now. Right, because they're still paying well, less miles, right? Probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and but I, basketball coaches too. Yeah, I, I think the only attraction to the LSU job for somebody like Dabo is to go to SEC. That's it. That's it. If, if he values the SEC – that way, 
But I don't know why he would, because you've won two national championships. Exactly. I, don't, your- I don't see that. I, 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 I don't see Dabo leaving for another college job. Maybe he, maybe he tries to try the NFL, even though I don't even think he'll do that. I don't I, think he'll do I, I really, I really, I, of course you never say never, but I really have a hard time seeing Dabo ever leaving Clemson. <laughs> but you know he's on the list. Well, of course. I mean, you have to make the call. Yeah, you have to make every, the call. Every program in the country is going to call him. Even if they don't have a shot at him, they're going to you have to make Right. The call. You got you to at least call. So it's very interesting situation. I, I Other than Dabo and, and Brent Venables, I don't know in the ACC if there's a coach that they would try to poach. No. Brent um, is the only other one, I think. Yeah, I yeah. think Brent was the only one. And but think, Brent Venables could be real. But I that think could he, be real. He may be. He may be like. Uh, he may be like Coach Andrews. <laughs> he may be happy. He may be happy making his two and a half million and coaching his defense, coaching his sons. Yeah. You know, he may be living his best life. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Right. Now this is interesting like too, Alex Urban Day. Meyer, because because I mean, clearly that Jacksonville thing is a disaster. Sunday, so look out, huh? Urban got his first win on Sunday, so he might. Yeah. I think Urban's going. He's going to stick it out. He got to stick it out. I mean, he just he's been there well, for one year. He may not get. He may. He may not he get the chance. <laughs> I was say he he may not get the chance to stick it out because he might that, stick it out. I don't know if the Jaguars will. <laughs> Better, right, better to move on and be fired. So I don't know. He, <laughs> but he's I, think, be I think Urban, I think Coach Meyer liked the NFL piece because it's um, no recruiting. Recruiting piece, I think, alone. Plays yeah, that's why I would rather be an, a professional coach than college. Yes, I know that recruiting piece. So I yeah. think he would go back Being into a the grown booth. man trying to court a sixteen-year-old kid. Come to your school. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> that's not like a nightmare to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's jump over to uh, what we're talking about tonight. I think the best has emerged, and now we just got to decide who we believe in the most. Um, that's that's listen. There's four teams at this point in the ACC that that are. At the top, it's and it's Wake, it's Pitt, it's NC State, and it's Clemson. And Clemson, to me, is it, crazy to say this. Right. Clemson is the weaker of the four. Oh, yeah, yeah. But who who are you guys saying is a legit? Is the legit team to beat in the ACC? Wake, Pitt, NC State, or uh, Clemson? Well, you know, my background. Uh, I'm going to go with the team with the best quarterback. Sam even though, even though uh, I think they've improved their communication on how they get the plays in. Uh, and that's Are you saying Pitt? Yes. Pickett, Pickett is the best quarterback. I'm, I'm, uh, out, of all the, out of all the teams we just named, he's the best quarterback. He's the one that's carrying his team right now. And they're following him. I mean, he's he's going to be a tough out uh, for any defense. I don't care who's playing. And so uh, they're at a place now, I think, where you know they they have legitimate chance. As long as he's not, I mean, as long as he's healthy, um, because he, he he makes good decisions. 
because he's he's been there long enough to know the offense. He's putting guys in the right spots. But I mean, I just look at how he's uh, putting his putting his um, his team in the right spots. I see him being, you know, carrying his team over the over the top. Wow, I'm stunned. Honestly, the only thing that scares me about Pitt is that defense isn't as strong as it has been in the past, and they seem like they're a little bit inconsistent, but it looks like they're starting to shore that that side of it up too. It's going to be – Pitt and Wake Forest is going to be an interesting matchup whenever they do meet. So so, uh, so, whose defense in the ACC do you feel good about? Exactly. Well, I mean, I still feel good about Clemson's defense. But they can't <laughs> score. They can't score, man. Well, the de- you're not asking the defense to score. <laughs> no, no, but what I'm saying is if you if you have a solid quarterback, right, where he's making good decisions and he's, you know, throwing dimes and, and those types of things, at some point the defense is going to give up some points. Mm-hmm. And if you if your offense can't score and they're struggling, you're playing against a, a, a offense that's scoring a lot of points. At some point, the defense is going to give up enough to where they they're not going to be able to win. Uh, I don't care how good they are. So me and Charlie are both with Pitt. Who you who, who are you on, Lord? <laughs> I I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I you are what your record says you are. I I love Pitt, and I think Pitt probably is the darling of the ACC right now. But you are what your record says you are. Wake Forest is undefeated, six and zero. So until somebody proves that they can beat them, I mean, and, and again, that may be coming this weekend. Um, <clears throat> but, but I doubt it because it's Army. So no disrespect to Army, but I'm totally disrespecting them because I don't think they can beat them. But <laughs> you don't respect our reserve, yeah. our armed services. I love our armed service and thank God for our men and women who serve this great country. However, I've never seen them be a good football team. So, <laughs> so with that being said, I listen, man, Wake Forest doesn't beat themselves. That's the one thing about them that is very now with Pitt, it does concern me that Western Michigan put up 41 points on them. That's that's concerning. Right. Uh, now, hold on. What week was that? That was the third week. Okay. What week are we in? Why does that matter? Because a team can improve <laughs> over the course of three weeks. Okay. Their improvement was they let Georgia Tech put 21 up on them. How many did they And that score? was just a week and a half ago. How many did they score? Or two weeks ago. Now, last week, they bl- they uh, they – let they help Virginia Tech to uh seven and was that game when did they score that seven? They scored that seven and that was at Virginia Tech. Yeah, it don't, it don't that was at Virginia Tech. That was at Virginia Tech. It, it really don't matter, Floyd. In the third quarter, they still in the third quarter. So congratulations. They shut them out it, for a half. They okay, shut so them out for a half. So we'll see. Georgia Tech. Huh? What was the score for Georgia Tech? Uh, what was it, 50? Uh-uh, say that again. Hold on. <laughs> I, Charlie, boy, it's almost flex that you're doing. You you know, you, you're dangerously close right now. 52-21. 52-21, yes. I agree. Yeah, 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 I agree.
I'm listen. I said I led with. I think Pitt probably is the best team. Okay. However, I'm there's just only saying, one undefeated team. But they, I go back. They could easily be on the other side of whatever because they 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 won some really really close games. Which yeah, to I their mean, credit, to their credit, that is that is great. But when you're talking about being the best team. At some point, you got to flex, like flex. You just can't yeah, be yeah. quick by teams. That's right. my point. Yeah, I mean, Wake Forest, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, the season could have lost that Louisville game. I mean, Absolutely. You go back to that, that mysterious clock <laughs> clock management at Wake Forest <laughs> in the, before halftime. I mean, it's a difference in the game. <laughs> so, and I'm not, I, I don't even want to, you know, knock Wake Forest. I mean, they're a great team. I, I'm, I mean, we're splitting hairs, to be honest with you, if you're saying who's the best between them and Pittsburgh. I just like what Pitt's doing right now. I like, I like their quality of wins more than I like Wake Forest. I mean, they went I in 100% agree. and thrashed Tennessee. And Tennessee's yeah. playing well now, except for last Saturday with the fans being crazy. So I, I, like, <laughs> I just like where Pitt's at right now. I, I don't disagree at all. Again, I, I, I think my eyes tell me Pitt is the best team. The records tell me Wake Forest is. Your mind is telling me no. My mind. Well, we can't do that. We can't do that. We gotta fight that. We gotta fight that. That. Yeah, we gotta fight that. That's, that's oh, so so that. Yeah. I. I I'm, it's gonna be interesting to see how this all unfolds. So what about NC State? We nobody. Nobody's giving NC State a chance. Uh, I think they they have a chance. I mean, they they play well this weekend, right? And they they get Wake Forest head up. They get Wake Forest. I mean, they have some. That's gonna decide help. that side of the of the conference. Yeah. But uh, is Wake Forest on the road? Is that on the road? That is on the road. That's at Wake Forest. Hmm. The Wake Forest uh, NC State game. NC State doesn't. I don't know. They're. I, I that's again. They, there's nothing about NC State that wows you. With the same thing about Wake Forest, the only thing that wows you is that they haven't beaten themselves yet. They've only lost one game. But how so, crazy is it? How crazy is this year when the team that beat Clemson, we're like, nah, I don't know if they're the best team in the conference. <laughs> well, we're gonna get the predictions here in just a second. But I, I, I again, 100% agree. And Wake Forest has an interesting path to the end. They got Army and Duke, which they should win. Then after that, they got UNC, they got NC State, they got Clemson, they got Boston College. Now UNC should be a win, but the rest of it, I'm kidding. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'll be honest. I, I got somebody some, made you eat crow on Saturday. I got some <laughs> revealing news to, to come later on in this show uh, when we get to that part. Well, we're at that part right now, so let's jump into. Uh, our, a quick recap of the game. Uh, Virginia, no problem with Duke whatsoever. Uh, never was a game. Duke never got off the bus. It was just, <laughs> it was just ugly, start to finish. Um, I don't know. That, I think Duke is just like, can we just be competitive until basketball season and then we're fine? Do you think, uh, what's his name, Coach Cutcliffe? You think? What's his status? We keep talking about Nino Babers and that's a great question. All the other, 
I'll, I don't think Coach Cutcliffe is going anywhere unless he wants Where would you go to? He had that one good year at Duke a couple years ago. That's, that buys him plenty of time there. I think he should be fired just for giving the NFL Daniel Jones. That's my personal opinion. <laughs> but that's a, but but I but I'm bitter right now, so I understand where I am emotionally. Yes, please don't be spitting that bitter bitterness. Charlie, I may need some prayer after the show. I'm just telling you. I may need it. It's very possible. It's very possible. Uh, passionate. Yeah. Friday night, uh Clemson survived, and I mean survived Syracuse. Um, by all intents and purposes, they should have lost this game. They did not, in my opinion, they did not outplay Syracuse. No, and, you know, we're paying, you know, naturally we're paying all of our attention to Clemson in that situation. But I mean, look at Syracuse has improved a lot as the season. A has lot, been. yes. And so I, I, I think while we're all in awe of Clemson's demise of of some sort. We gotta pay attention to Syracuse because they they've been playing some good ball of late. Oh yeah, they were right there. There's another team. They've had three losses the last three weeks, all in like by three points. And I think those as weird as this is gonna sound, I think those three losses have saved Dino's job. I think he'll be fine now because they look like a team trending in the right direction. Despite the losses, they look like the team trending in the right direction. <laughs> uh, Miami and North Carolina, I will admit, Sam Howe had a good day. They struggled in the second half, though. He, he tried to, they tried to give it away. <laughs> they did. What was, was young Sam's stats for that game? You really want to do this, Kendrick? That's what we're doing. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll play you. I'll play your silly game. Whatever. <laughs> Give me a second here. I'm gonna pull up your stats. Talk amongst yourselves while I pull I remember, up. I, I remember stats. when we made the predictions last week, and I was like, North Carolina owns Miami. <laughs> okay, but this isn't one of those times. I don't think this was an owning. I think this was a surviving. They survived you play to win the game in the third quarter. <laughs> In the they third quarter, Miami outscored them uh, twenty-one to three. Oh, yeah, and and, and right, and North Carolina had to hold on for dear life. Hey, you so, played to win What was Young Sam's stats though? Uh, okay, I'll look his stats up. I was trying to avoid <laughs> that. I thought you didn't hear me. Um, he didn't really play that well. It was seventeen of twenty-six for one hundred and fifty-four yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. So that's not that's not tearing it up. How did how did did he have any rushing yards? He rushed for a few things. <laughs> they, now they were very he rushed, he rushed for ninety eight and had two touchdowns. <laughs> oh, we just just casually leave out almost a hundred yard rushing game from. I can't game. build my narrative if I keep giving out your stats, Kendrick. <laughs> what were you saying, Charlie? I was saying that they were very conservative in the second half. Uh, yeah, I don't know what they were is that to... all is that all Mac Charlie? That just not Mac Mac not wanting to lose, or what was that? That was Longo or whoever the offensive coordinator. It was Mac then he have his head headset. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so he uh, uh, like like the end, the like their last uh possession, <laughs> I think they had they ran the ball like three times. <laughs> 
and and they didn't get a first down. They ended up having to punt the ball back to Miami. And then Miami, of course, went down and, you know, didn't, didn't kick a field goal or score. But right. it's – and then Coach Matt went up and asked Longo, like, what's going on? Like, what are you doing? Like, right. Yeah. And, you know, they had that conversation, and then they pulled the camera off of them. But it, it was – it was, I don't know, it's definitely not Coach Matt because he went and started asking questions. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's going on? Uh, like, why were we, like, trying to do something different? I mean, they really handed the ball off, like, inside zone, like, three three straight times. And then a quarter, try to quarterback draw or something on the third, yeah. like, third and forever. And mm-hmm. it was just, I can understand that that part of it but i don't know speaking of hot seats how hot is it down in miami right now or is it they're in the same boat they lost the guy missed the field goal i mean make and then this game here they had a chance to to come back and win the game but you know it didn't happen they end up i think throwing an interception but it's the same same deal they're competitive they're yeah. right there, They're yeah. Losing these close games, and so it's tough when you're trying to make an assessment because the record doesn't look like it, but the games are competitive. Yeah, that's the biggest. That's the toughest part. Is is this, the toughest pill is these games are competitive and you're on the wrong side of it. That's yeah, like the worst. I just wonder with him though because he's been kind of in that spot the whole time now. He's what, 30 games into his career at Miami? And yeah, yeah how much leaks, how much more leaks does he get? Yeah, how much more leaks does he get? A thousand points by North Carolina last year when they yeah. had a chance to win the ACC. So. Uh, here, 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 here's, here's another deal. He's like the third coach they've had. That's the other thing, yeah. Right. Six right. or seven year period. And there's no, you know, I don't know, he's been there for four years, but yeah, I mean, they, they went back to back. Coach Rick was there for like two or three years. And then before him, then they had somebody for him. So they, they've had multiple coaches on a 10 year period. They've had about five or four, four coaches. And at some point, with Ed Orgeron now available, though. Mm, that's good. Here we go again. Have a go here, Kings. I'm not saying I agree with it necessarily. I'm just saying he's got those Miami ties. Miami, yeah. If Miami serious about football, is always a question. Ogeron should go to USC. Now, I don't know I don't if they'll take him. I don't, but, think, I don't think they'll take him. I think that that's either going to be Urban Meyer. <laughs> they might be too Southern for USC. But <laughs> – <laughs> but I'll tell you this. I think the reason. <laughs> I think the reason why uh, Coach Diaz might might be on the hot seat: forty-four to Alabama, thirty-eight to Michigan State, thirty to Virginia, forty-five to North Carolina. It's a lot of points, and that was the one thing that seemed to be working. At Miami, the defense. The defensive side of the ball used to be where they kind of held their high at. And now they're not able to do, even do that anymore. This is not this is not good. 
Now, what could help, watch this, Kendrick, what could help is if a team like Florida State, for instance, would allow them to shut them out. Then maybe they say, oh, well, at least we shut out our rival. Are you guys willing to concede the shutout? Shut who out? Florida State. No. <laughs> I'm just, you know, they, I'm just trying to see how much do you care for Coach Diaz. It's a rivalry game. It's a rivalry game. Uh, anything can happen for sure. Yeah, all jokes aside, I think he's got. They got to stop letting people put big points up on him. That's right. that's where I think we can get some momentum, though. I'm yeah, different deal. You got a tough road to head these next two weeks, though. NC State followed by Pitt. That's not that's not a recipe for turning it around. No, so no, that's the thing. I mean, I mean they're 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 trending towards finishing out under five hundred, and that's when you know you got wonder. How hot is it? Yeah. How hot is it? Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Pitt, uh, took care of Virginia Tech, and and the score doesn't really indicate how dominant they were, but they were dominant. They 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 took a Virginia Tech team at Virginia Tech, and when you can quiet that crowd down, right. you've done something. You have right. done something. That was that was my second biggest surprise of the weekend, other than. Syracuse being so close to Clemson. And yeah. To go in that environment, Virginia Tech is probably the second toughest place to play in the ACC behind Death Valley. And you go no in question. there and, and to beat them soundly like that. That's, yeah. That's, that's, that's what won me over with Pitt. Very impressive. Very impressive. Uh, and then our final game, NC State, Boston College. A dominant performance by NC State, ladies and gentlemen. We've been lauding Boston College all season. And they made Boston College look pedestrian. Yeah. They definitely have the defense. I, that was my surprise. I thought Boston College would at least be competitive. Right. Yeah. They weren't even competitive. I mean, yeah. <laughs> once NC State start running the football, they, I mean, they couldn't slow them down, and then they start passing. But I, didn't, I don't know. Boston College didn't look like. They were very competitive at home. Yeah, which was weird. Yeah. Which is very weird because you would think they'd be up for this game because this game kind of would have put them in the conversation. But, no, they did not play well at all. So It kind of feels like that's kind of like the history of <laughs> Boston College football, to be honest. Yeah, when get, yeah. When they get to those big point, those big games, that big moment, sometimes they kind of they shrink. They are our Iowa. <laughs> Boston College is our Iowa. So, uh, so with all of that happening, Kendrick uh, went five and zero oh this weekend. All right, Kendrick went five and zero. Oh. Uh, Charlie went two and three, and I just to make it interesting went one and four once again. I was trying to give Kendrick because I had such a head start. I was trying to give Kendrick time to catch up, and he did, and he passed me. But if you're still betting you with us, by six games, man, because <laughs> you went five and zero, oh, that's the only reason. Six. <laughs> you only went past because of you went undefeated. That's all. I was already past you if I only won five games. And I, I know. Kenny, you just won't let me have my moments, will you? I see what you are. That's fine. That's fine. 
That's fine. Hey. Let's let's remember, get into it. Remember last week, Charlie, when he was coming up with this whole spread thing that we have never talked about. <laughs> I'm doing anything I can to look good here. Let's so. get ready to say it again until you cut him off. I know. <laughs> and then you cut me off. Jeez. All right. Uh, well, let's get into this week's picks. Uh, Syracuse at Virginia Tech. Uh, will I think kick off the the weekend actually? Uh, so what you guys got on that one? At some point, Syracuse got to win one of these games. One of these close games. This feels like another close game situation. Right. I think Syracuse is going to win this game. I, I'm going with Syracuse. I've been okay. the quarterback to me seems to be a. A sticking point for them. They don't seem, he doesn't seem to have a passing game. I know he can run it, but he's not consistent in the passing game. So that's a hit or miss deal. So I'm, I'm going to go with Syracuse. All right, Syracuse. I'm debating back and forth because I like the way Syracuse is playing right now. I'm not really a big fan of how Virginia Tech is playing right now. But also, like, is Virginia Tech going to really lose three home games? And it'll be three in a row, right? Yeah. So, it's, but I like the way Syracuse is playing. I'm going to go with Syracuse. Uh, see, the fact that we're all picking the same team deeply concerns Deeply concerns me. <laughs> I, but I don't trust Virginia Tech. I don't, I don't trust Virginia Tech. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I'm learning. As crazy as it sounds, I'm learning to trust Syracuse. <laughs> oh man, I, I almost feel like I need to pick Virginia Tech just to break up the whole thing. Um, but I can't go deep in the hole. Give me Syracuse. Um, <laughs> all right, Syracuse. It is. Yeah, I can't go deep in the hole. Clemson at Pitt. I'm going with Pitt. I, I'm, I'm a kid, big kid, and I just think he he he's on a roll. And uh, Clemson has a very stout defense, but they have some holes uh, on that defense. Um, and I do Pitt, especially. Ticket, making good decisions in the passing game, and then they're doing what they normally do run-wise. Um, and then, again, DJ is really struggling in the passing game. I mean, I'm play again, and he's just missing guys. Like, guys wide open, and he's throwing, he's throwing, you know, scoop, scoop. They got to scoop him up mm -hmm. off the ground. Mm -hmm. And that is just a glaring, you know, sign that he's not confident, he's not accurate, um, and that just scares me. Um, if they run the ball a hundred times, that would probably be They're not doing that. I mean, they got to keep those other those receivers, you know, on point. But I just still think Pitt is the best team at this time. All right. Yeah. I agree with Charlie. I think Pitt's the better team right now. Uh, the Clemson, I mean, I almost feels like they've given up on trying to run the ball. And so, I and Pitt's, I mean, we, and I'm going with the better quarterback. Pitt's quarterback is 
phenomenal right now. So I'm, I'm going to uh, go with Pitt. I, I think DJ Ui Agalele is going to be good, just not this year. Right. I think he, he he is who he's going to be this year. Yeah. I, I think the tools are there to be good at some point. It just is not this year. I think this year he is who he is. And I don't think it's I don't think it's gonna get any better. I just don't. So I'm, I gotta go pit as well on that one. On DJ, I want you all to watch his uh, He's very robotic. Say it again. Uh, I want you when you're watching the game. I want mm -hmm. you to watch his throwing motion. He's very okay. robotic. Like yeah. he is aiming, trying to aim the football. He's not just letting not go. fluid. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's not fluid. And, yeah, and I agree. Not with even that. just not even just his form is like all of it. His everything. The whole thing is yeah, yeah. He's not he's not playing. He's 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 going. It's almost like he's going through drills in his head. And I got to step back. I've got to throw. I've got to turn. I've got you know. It's not fluid. Yeah. So we'll see. But I I don't think it's going to change in the next four or five games. So. Uh, Boston College in Louisville. I'm going interesting with, one here. I'm going with the Cards. I mean, they uh, they've been on the on the cusp as well. Uh, some close losses, some close wins, and I think you know they. I think they were off this week, right? Yeah, they, they were off this last week, so they had two weeks to prepare. You know, so they they. I think Malik Cunningham. Is a very good quarterback, and hopefully they don't get conservative um, when they're playing. But I, yeah, the last gonna... thing they need to do is get a lead. <laughs> <laughs> they need to play. Man, <laughs> interesting. Interesting enough to me, with the exception of the mistakes they made the last couple, you know, last week or whatever, we might be talking. About Malik being the best court might be maybe playing the best in the ACC because he's not played bad at all. But yeah, he's had a great season. Yeah, but at the same time, as a team, that second half has been brutal. It has been brutal. So we'll see if they can overcome that. But we'll make it a clean sweep with Louisville. I'm concerned that all these picks are the same, gentlemen. I'm just not gonna, you know, uh, I got to break this it's up at some point. It's strategic to keep you down. <laughs> well, it could be, could be. Uh, NC State, Miami. Who you got? Uh, my kind of been up and down, and I'm going with the hot team. They're on the road again, uh, but where they play as far as run game, and uh, I think his name is O'Leary. O'Leary, Leary. Mm -hmm. Yeah, is, uh, you know, not playing bad as well as a quarterback in the passing game. And so I'm going to go with NC State. They're the hot team. Okay. With Charlie, I've never agreed with Charlie this much on this show. But I know. <laughs> but I'm with Charlie. You got to go with the hot team in Miami. You you wonder how much that loss last Saturday took out of them, the way they lost. They did battle all the way back. And then to have the chance to kick the field on the tie, but you end up, throwing an interception that's got to be tough and with the way everything is going the chatter around my end I, I just feel like nc state's gonna go in there and, and may even win big i have to believe miami can't lose this many games at home 
surely they're going to turn this around. They're not so playing they're, in the Orange Bowl anymore. I know. I'm going to bet on fate and just say Miami somehow figures this out. Okay. You're betting on trying to catch up. That's what you're betting. <laughs> that is well. That is well. That is well. I, I got to break up. I can't go with y'all on everything. That is your faith. What do you say, Charlie? I say that is your faith. Your faith. <laughs> that is my faith. That is my faith. All right. Georgia Tech and Virginia. This is a tricky one. It's always tricky when we start talking about Georgia Tech and Virginia. And I'm not talking about the game. I'm talking about the two teams. Because <laughs> they're uh, like Virginia's about Virginia's playing good ball right now. Virginia's playing yeah. good ball right now. I'm going with the Wahoo Wah. Okay. You like saying that, don't you? Wahoo Wah. You like saying that as much as I like saying Ui Agalele. <laughs> I'm so going which way are you going? I'm going with Virginia as well. Both of you going with Virginia? Yeah, Georgia Tech didn't look, their defense didn't look too hot the last time they went out on the field. And uh, maybe they got it together, but Virginia's offense is – it's very dynamic. Right. Virginia can put up points, man. Like I, I, I can't bet for Georgia Tech. I can't do it. I, I, as bad as I need to win, I can't. I can't. I can't have faith in Georgia Tech. That's not. That's not where that win is gonna come. Uh, do we need to talk about Wake Forest Army? That's pretty much. A, <laughs> I don't think this is probably the. Uh, we're going to go to the team in the ACC. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, and last but certainly not least, the mighty Seminoles head back to the field against UMass, the mighty UMass. Have they won a game yet? They have won. They just won a game last week yeah. against Connecticut. I knew, I knew it was the battle of the two winless teams last week. I couldn't remember which one won. UMass uh, is coming in on a one-game winning streak. We're coming in on a two-game winning streak. I gotta go with Charlie's nose. Yeah, I don't. I didn't think this one was. Even though uh, the ghost of Jacksonville State still haunts me. <laughs> not, not, not coming out of UMass, it doesn't. Yeah, not coming out of you, man. We also want to highlight the breaking news again that Charlie Ward thinks Pitt, besides their play call, is the best team in the ACC. I just wanted to make sure that because that was breaking news for me personally. How's that breaking news? You watching the same games I'm watching? I am, but I never thought I would see Charlie Ward, who hates Pitt's play calling, who has spent two years talking about Pitt's play calling. They made some adjustments. They have. They have. He don't have to run back and forth because he knows he knows the plays now. So they so so he just no. they give a hand signal and he he go where they know. Charlie, that's how he terrible. can overcome bad bad coaching and play calling. I mean, look at my Cowboys. They five and one, and Mike McCarthy cannot tell time on the floor. Oh my God, that's an <laughs> older conversation. My God, man. I've never seen a winning coach. I've never seen a winning coach do more to lose his job. I've never seen it. Like, bro, stop getting in your own way. Just 
Go to the concession stand if you don't think you know what you're doing. Just he's just keeping that seat warm for Kellen Moore. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. Well, listen, we got to give um uh believe in the AC shout outs, man. So uh where are we going? Where are we starting tonight? Charlie Ward, where are we starting? I'm going with uh shout out to the Lady Seminoles there. Soccer. I think they're still winning. I know they won. The- <laughs> you think they're still winning? Yeah. Should I should I pull up the soccer standings just to make sure that you're not out on the limb? Uh, Talk amongst yourselves while I pull up the soccer standings to make sure Charlie's just not out there on the limb right now. Yeah, like, I don't know. I think that's <laughs> I also want to shout out a. Uh, uh, Dookie, a Duke Blue Devil, former Duke Blue Devil, who is on his soapbox and standing up for freedom. That man, because I've been in his shoes before, and I know the pressure and the heat. And as we all know, when you're standing out there, sometimes you feel like you're standing out there by yourself. There are a lot of people that's behind you. In a lot of ways. And so I'm just happy to see him standing up for what he believes in. I think we all should be able to do that uh, without criticism. We're going to get criticized, but being demonized for what you believe in. Um, and he's not the only one. But the crazy part about it is he's in the minority, but they're making it seem like he's the majority. And that is just the way we are living our lives today. We're the minority. When they don't do what you feel like they sh- they should do, we just crucify whoever it may be. So my shout out is to Kyrie Irving. Because I can see I've been in his shoes before, especially being in New York. And, you know, I've said and done some things and been a part of situations where I've been put out there, you know, Lone Ranger. And there's no, it's not easy uh, when you have all that heat on you. Uh, But, you know, I can appreciate, you know, his, what he's doing, Um, whether you believe in it or not. That's not my issue. My issue is I'm just happy that he's standing up for what he believes in and he's not like afraid. And there are a lot of people out there losing jobs, just like my man at Washington State just got fired, uh, <clears throat> along with some of his coaches. Um, I mean, we're in a society where people are ruthless. I mean, it's, I mean, you can call it what you want, but that's, to me, just ruthless. Mm. When you've made it to where people are actually good people, good coaches, doing their jobs, doing the jobs well, and now they're not able to go and do their jobs uh, because of a decision that they've made and they're not even getting options, like no exemptions are being um, you know, given. Um, so I just, people who are standing up for freedom of speech, freedom to do what they feel is best for themselves and their body, um, I... Salute them. 
whether I agree or disagree, that's not the issue. The issue is I just want people to stand up for what they believe in and for people not to demonize them because that's what they've done. There it is. There it is. I, I, I don't have a smooth transition from that. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> but my shout out goes to the University of Louisville and the way they uh, surprised Lamar Jackson when they announced that they were retiring his number and the, the way they did it. They didn't know he was coming in for it, thought he was just doing a regular press availability. And they surprised him with a, a lot of the people. And a lot of the people that was in that Zoom, I, like, you know, we know those people, but like the Absolutely. general public doesn't know those people. And you got to see kind of, um, I got more of an inside look to Lamar's personality, how much people generally love him because he's just a genuinely nice guy. Yeah. And, and the way the way he handled everything, the way he talked to everybody, because I tell people now every time, every time I see one of his press conferences and he says something silly, I'm like, that man has not changed from this very first interview when he was here. He's the same guy from day one. He's He's funny, he's a goofy dude, and he is authentically him. So shout out but, to But he's also serious about his craft. Yes. Because the way him. they played shout yesterday was amazing. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, he's yeah. having a fantastic season. Fantastic season, yeah. Shout out to them. Yeah. Uh, I thought you were going to go this way, Kendrick, so I'll go this way as one of my first shout outs. Shout out to the Louisville women's volleyball team. Still 18-0, still undefeated, doing that thing, leading the women's standing in the ACC. I wonder who will lose their first game. Will it be the Louisville women's volleyball team or the Florida State women's soccer team? It's it's a conundrum, I tell you. Uh, we, but Charlie probably won't know either way. <laughs> he knew they were still playing well. He knew at least enough to give them a great shout out. I I, I knew if they if they lost, it was an upset. <laughs> I, I just hadn't heard the upset, so I wasn't 100% sure, but I was 99%. So where does that rank them in the, in the, in the country? Is that, Are they number one or in the top five? Or they got to be in the top five at least, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, they're number one. I was going to say they got to be number one. Would that, is Louisville number one or no? Yeah. Probably no, in the I country. They are, actually. They got to be up there, though. I think they're number three or number two. I was gonna say they gotta be up there. 18 and 0 puts you in the conversation at least. Especially when you swept up most all of your opponents. Right, right. And you're, like you're, they're and they're legit 18 and 0 where they're playing ranked teams. And yeah. So they got a big showdown coming up with Pitt soon. Yeah. My other shout out that I have to do, and we kind of open the show with it. Shout out to Dana Evans, who got drafted later than she should have. And then before the season even started, ended up going to a little team called the Chicago Sky who last night, or yesterday afternoon, I guess, won the WNBA championship. So Dana Evans starts her WNBA career with a nat, with a uh, world championship. Shout out to her and, of course, the rest of the Chicago State. So, my favorite, my favorite part of that video that you showed before the show was the guy that said the celebration was lit then said he was in bed by 9 o'clock. He was in bed by 9 o'clock. <laughs> you know what's funny? I didn't realize the game. I was shocked that the game was so early because I'm thinking in my mind, I knew they were playing Sunday, but I didn't realize it was that early. And they so when I – to compete against Sunday night. 
Clearly, because they got that game over with. Like, I think it was done before breakfast. I don't know what time they <laughs> So, yeah, but anyway. They just didn't feel like competing with playoff baseball, start of hockey. And, there was and a lot going, going on. on. A lot going on. Yeah. But it didn't take away from the celebration. That place was uh, amazing. Oh, I got one more shout out. One more shout out. Got to give this shout out. Shout out to Deion Sanders. Oh, yeah. Packed out Jackson State. 55,000 people in that stadium. That is incredible. They said it had quite a few more outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was, there were people everywhere. I mean, they, I saw a couple of TikToks and Instagrams of the, of everything. It was insane. So I, listen, I tweeted out, please go ahead and give this man the lifetime contract that he deserves. Like, just give it to him now. You're not going to find anything better, and you want to do something to show him that you love him and you want to keep him. Because um, what he's doing for HBCUs is amazing right now. Yeah, he's he's definitely elevated, you know, just the, the, the viewership, or his style with his kids. Um, he, you watch his team play. He has really good football players, too. Right, yeah, they're good. <laughs> they're fun to watch. Yeah, I, they're there, I mean, there are no slouch in that department. They got some dudes as well, but that's what he projected. I mean, he told the people what was coming, and they, they showed up. And you know, who wouldn't want to play for him right now, man? Especially I mean, if that, you're a DB. Oh, you're gonna have fun. You're gonna play winning football. You're gonna be on TV every week. Got some good swag. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, and you're gonna look good while doing it, right? You're gonna look great while doing it. So shout out to Dion, man. That's that's incredible what he's doing right now. How about <laughs> uh, cross town? Uh, uh, Willie Simmons. Say I, I missed what you said. Uh, my man cross town, Coach Willie Simmons. He's the head okay. coach of Florida <laughs> University. Okay. Okay. And they had a good win. They've been on a roll here. Their only loss, I think, is two. Jacksonville State. <laughs> oh, well, ten to, ten to seven or something like ten to three, whatever it was. It was a close game or seven three. It was something close. The um, rumor is that Jacksonville State's pretty good. Um, uh, yeah, they are. They got a Power Five win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the rumor. They're pretty good. They're not a bad team. So, and, and they gave them a gave a their their one of their running backs who was a walk-on before the game. He was a scholarship running back after the game. Who's that? I don't know. I forgot his name, but his mom came into the, the – Oh, you're talking about Dion. Yeah, I saw that. That was amazing, too. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, why, who wouldn't want to play for this team? Goodness gracious. Like, he's just doing some great things. So I wanted to give him a shout-out, give him some love. I also want to know what they're doing from an NIL standpoint because I wonder how much at Flack <laughs> listen, listen. Uh, I would assume these kids are well insured, yeah. um, and and uh, they're doing quite nicely. That duck is taking care of right now. So, <laughs> shout like I said, shout that out to Dion. Them <laughs> oh yeah, they're doing all right. They're doing all right. They're doing all right. Ladies and gentlemen, that is uh, Charlie Ward. That is Kendrick Haskins. I am Lloyd Spink. We've had a wonderful time. I hope you have too. We'll be back to do it all over again 
on next Monday night or Tuesday, depending on how we feel inside. You know, uh, we'll let you know. But until then, Howell performs on Saturday. Did I pick them? <laughs> are they, are they playing? Yeah, they're, not, they're not playing this week, are they? I think they had a bye. I think they're on a bye. Thank God I have to deal with that this week. <laughs> Who is that? We got we got we got to get a hold of somebody over at Carolina to get Sam on the show. He needs to apologize. Is what I'm trying to say. You need to apologize to him. <laughs> I do not, sir. I do not. While while we run the show, so that someone can butcher him while he's on the show, and it makes us look bad. He won't butcher him. I will ask him questions. <laughs> Sam, my man, what's up? I'm rooting for you, bro. We were. I'm. I'm tired of at that point. We were rooting for you. Okay, let me get out of here before I say too much. Have a good. Have a good weekend of ACC football. We'll be back next week. You've been listening to Believe in the ACC with Charlie Ward, Lloyd Spence, and Kendrick Haskins. Please like, follow, subscribe, and share from the Noisemakers page on Facebook and on YouTube. And you can also listen to us on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, and wherever podcasts can be heard. And join us. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.